0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Natural live is the standing eight count, and it starts now. Before the first round, I make a back down. I'm coming for the crown, and no, we don't back down. I beat the track down, screaming loud. Like the crowd's go to react. Wow, pound for pound, I'm the best in the game, hands hand down. The way I stand out ain't looking for a handout. I'm undisputed, gassed up, it never ran out. I'm underrated, undefeated, it looked to ran Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. Episode twenty three. Standing eight count radio coming at you live early start 8 p.m. Central Standard Time tonight. One three four seven eight five seven ten sixty is the number if you want to give us a listen. Don't know if we're gonna take any calls tonight. We got a lot to talk about here. 10 uh, ten fifteen minutes or so from now, Poppy G himself Gizwa Pierre Gizzy will be back with us talking. Uh, becoming kind of a regular with the show we gotta, we got to discuss everything going on. I want to see if we can ask him about the Al Heyman tryout that he had, that he was posting about, which is just tremendous, which is awesome to hear about. See what his thoughts are on this upcoming PBC show here on FS1 here in Minnesota at the Armory again, coming at us the end of August. Maybe he's on the show again. Love to see him on there. Also, what's next for him? What's he trying to do? Where is he going? You know, the big things going on, because he's a hell of a hand definitely one of the one of the top up and comers in the state and i cannot wait to see what is next we're going to banter we always we always banter uh elijah should be with us at some point tonight here uh he's he's doing some things i believe but we will get elijah in here when he can also, uh after the after the interview we gotta break down all the fights in the last two weeks. Uh we talked a little Jaime Mungia versus Liam Smith on SportsCast on Tuesday. We kinda saved the majority of it for tonight. Also, uh doubleheader. Oh here we go. Elijah is joined us. What's up, man? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> not much, not How much am I welcome
2: to,
1: uh, you sound okay. Welcome to the show. Uh we're we'll be talking uh the the UK show Katie Taylor took on Kimberly Connor uh Dillian White Joseph Parker had a hell of a fight uh once again these heavyweights just continue to wow me uh Showtime as well Showbox put up a triple header Mario Barrios versus Jose Roman Luis Ortiz took on Razvan Cojano I think he's how he pronounced it and that awesome Mikey Garcia Robert Easter Jr. fight just a hell of a fight um might have my round of the year on this fight as well. Um, and for some reason, uh, Sriska Tetsuo Rung-Visai, uh needed a tune-up, and instead of just sparring, decided to take a quick non-title fight. Uh, this guy is bonkers. <laughs> I just, I'm like, okay. Well,
2: I mean, I mean the guy that he got in the ring with, I mean, I'll, he probably could have fought like five five times after that.
1: Oh, I'm not disagreeing, but people don't just go and make a do a non-title fight just to use it as a tune-up. I I, I don't I. I mean, tell me somebody in the last ten years who's done that. They, they,
2: they found sang. They, they found saying <laughs> on the streets. Is like sang. Like you want to come fight? You want to come fight?
1: I, I will! I will not downplay this. Damn it, because this is an awesome feat that
2: they put a golden three, lord in there. They put a golden lord in the ring with oh, him. Man. You you deserve
1: to never cheer for this man ever again. This is this no, I about...
2: like, I, I like him. <laughs> I say he, he beat up on he he yeah. He beat up on he Young Gil Bay. Like, Young Gil Bay the golden lord himself.
1: I, I don't like I'm not I'm not talking about the competition whatsoever. But nobody just suddenly schedules an impromptu non title fight in front of a crowd. Just because he wanted a little tune-up, like they don't do that in boxing. Boxing, boxing fighters don't. Do, nobody does that. They, I gotta stay, stay focused in case I get cut. Uh, I can't be doing stuff. Nobody does That's, that. This dude comes out, won come loud, and just starts throwing shots like Tony Ja, Man, this dude's tight. He's climbing the pound for pound. Uh, we have to talk a uh, one forty, one eighteen pound world boxing super series. Did we we didn't talk the brackets yet, did we?
2: No. Alright,
1: we're gonna break those down. The official brackets are out and how we got to the brackets. So I'm excited to to just discuss those and everything. Uh kind of get your thoughts on some of some of the names and who we think might make it. Uh, this happened over the weekend.
0: I'm like it hey, was up?
2: uh Sydney getting on the remix. <laughs> well, a, I didn't even I didn't even, I couldn't even comprehend that. Pay, pay close attention. Pay close I'm
0: attention. like, hey, what's
1: up? <laughs> Did you catch it?
2: Did he say hello?
1: Yeah, because it's the only word he knows.
2: <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. So I was like, I'm just going to put that on our soundboard. <laughs> no reason whatsoever. But I'm excited. I'm excited, Elijah. We we're going in early here. We're rocking and rolling
2: for you. Um,
1: you think you think we had a good good cards, good fights?
2: Yeah, from the fight from the cards that I saw, I couldn't I couldn't get the the sky. I wasn't able to watch the Dillian White and Joseph Parker, but I read about it and heard they were good. It was a good fight, and uh, Parker would kind of. Came roaring back at the end, like in the, but just came toward, towards the end, and then um, the Barrios looked good. Yep.
1: Uh, Katie Taylor, I don't know if you watched that. When I told you to go on Daily Motion, I looked and they were on Daily Motion. Um, I don't know if you watched her, the any of the either of the two on the Daily Motion, but holy hell, can that girl put together punches? I had. Always heard of her, and we'd always kind of talk like, "Oh, maybe she'll be the next one they'll show on one of these major major outlets like HBO and Showtime." But my God, like she was, she was putting like it was fight night, and you were using the analog stick, <laughs> and everything was bouncing. Like, my God, she put this girl into like this whoop-de-do where the referee was like, "No, no," <laughs> he he stopped and he said, "No." <laughs> so if you can. Uh, background that fight. uh Oh, we lost Elijah already. Uh, Dusty Trunks has been dropped to the canvas. Um, we uh, we gotta love early shows because they're chaos. <laughs> We're gonna take a first break here real quick. Uh, when we get back a little more banter, and uh, Gizzy will be joining us soon. So don't go away we'll return. Stay in an radio.
3: Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season. Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative gear stand.
0: When you send a message, your name will identify you to the other caller. Record your name after the tone.
3: Hey, yo, is SportsCats Radio.
0: You need to record a new greeting in Hit any
3: key when you're done. Ryan Cook and Jordan Jistra give you the best in sports of the week with real MVPs, spit takes, big news, and obviously those rumors. Strong Style Media is available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, blogtalkradio.com. That means anywhere. You're connected. Say hi. You a fan of hot takes that make you say this? <laughs>
1: Join me, Ryan Cook, and my co-host, Alex Mello, every Monday night right here on Strong Style Media. We'll give you the goods from New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, Stardom, All Japan, Lucha Underground, and many, many more. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, Player FM, and now on iHeartRadio. As always, vlog up radio.com forward slash strong style media as well and you know you get us on social media hit us up we got to get back to the ring it's time for the man
2: you have the lowest fantasy football winnings i've ever seen you have earnings dysfunction
3: i recommend DraftKings. And if you draft the perfect lineup in the free opening weekend contest, the prize is one billion dollars. You said a billion dollars. Billion, with the B. This is this is this is money. I I know what that is. Play DraftKings free one hundred thousand dollar contest week one, and if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win one billion dollars.
1: Used by other brothers reps. But the thing you know best is where the gun is kept. Cause in the night you'll
0: feel
1: fright. And at the sight of a fourth Hey, you just Hey cow back at you. You got you came I'm off bad. the canvas. Was that? Yeah.
2: I came off the canvas. Canvas, yeah, I don't I don't know what happened. But anyways, I was saying before <laughs> I watched I watched almost all the fights. I wasn't able to find the Sky Sports stuff, but I read that the Parker Dillian fight was pretty good. Like White was kind of winning most of the fight and in control, and then Parker kind of made like a last a last ditch effort and actually knocked Parker. Did he knock White down in yeah, the last yeah, round? Yeah, he got or?
1: him down in like the eleventh.
2: And yeah. almost kind of turned the tides of the fight, but White ended up ended up hanging on. So
1: I was saying you might you might have missed it when he got booted, but um. I looked after telling you uh, daily Motion had the the fights on there if you do want to go back and watch them okay that that Katie Taylor fight she is a bad, bad woman. <laughs> I was like, my God, I was saying this to you what I thought before before you got uppercutted um she was throwing like fight night. Combos with the analog stick, like they were precise and just out of nowhere. It was like, oh my god, she she caught this chick with like a two piece, and the referee was like, no, no, and just stopped it. Oh man, third round. It was oh my god. If you watch it, it only went like three rounds. It wasn't long. Okay. But she is. She's. I kind of hope we get some exposure from her because she looked good. She looked good out there she, She's from Ireland I think Oh
2: wow So
1: she's just like Gritty Just comes right at you <laughs> Like holy Jeez This other poor woman Dig her Look I mean she had no business Being in the ring with her It looked like Um Uh i trying to think here How If we want to jump Into something Before too long um as we we await our fine fine guests coming up here uh overall i guess i guess why don't we, why don't we start here and then we'll move into the other stuff but obviously august 24th we kind of talked about this a little bit pvc on fs1 back at the armory once again what so far do you know that is going down on this on this show
2: well, I know that uh, Caleb Truex is going to be the main event, and I believe Jamal James is going to be the co-main event. Um, let me see. I'm pulling up my email now that I got that just is kind of going over the specifics or um, what Jamal and what Caleb Truex are, who who they're fighting, and what's going <laughs> on with those two.
1: Wait, I, I got something for you here. A fight is in the works. Uh, for August 24th in Minnesota um, between IBF super middleweight champion Jose Uzcadaghi and IBF mandatory challenger Caleb Plant.
2: In Minneapolis? Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, it looks like between them. So it looks like um, let's see here.
0: Ooh, that's actually, a actually,
2: Jamal Jamal James is in the main event, and he's going against a guy named Mahanri Montez. Um Dead. Montez has been in the ring with, um, let's see here, some decent guys. Um, well, Elijah, why don't, why don't, why don't we, we hold that? I've been in with Soto. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I was just say why don't why don't we hold it and all uh well our our our, uh, our guest is on the line Elijah I'll let you take this away grabbing the call for you sir. Hey Poppy G. Hey How's
2: Poppy going?
4: G. Hey what's up man? Thank you.
2: How's it going?
4: It's going good. It's going great hey. actually. Oh I know like I just
2: I'll let you take over in a second but I just wanted to say you know I just want to tell everyone that that you're making you're making moves being that you know we're I see you on social media and stuff and we're friends on Facebook and whatever and you since the last time you've been on you know we you you've done a lot of things and you have a lot going on and uh just kind of tell us you know some of the stuff that's going on in your life like what you're doing right now and you know you're starting different like types of businesses and stuff it seems like and you have a you um signed you know, to a contract with was it with Al Heyman, I believe. So, you know, it's kind of... Oh,
4: close, close. I didn't sign yet. Okay. I didn't sign yet. I, no, so I didn't I'll sign yet. But, well, yeah, we'll get into that one.
2: Yeah. So, kind of explain to us, like, what's going on, what you're up to nowadays, and, you know, maybe when you're fighting next and all that good stuff.
4: Yeah, of course. So, the last time I saw the last time we, we talked, I think it was right before. Was it right before I fought? Right before or was it after as well? We, we had we you talked. twice.
2: Yeah, we had twice. you twice. Before and after.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So since since then, like since we actually talked last man, I've been up to so much traveling back and forth uh from LA uh to Minnesota, um and then um uh, North Car- North where else was I? I was in North Carolina. Uh so yeah, back and forth getting some good sparring work out there at uh Team Watson Gym. And yeah, we definitely got some things in the work. I do fight again soon, really, really soon. I'm pretty sure y'all know when I fight again, but I haven't. Um, I haven't like fully announced it yet. I'm probably gonna wait a little bit until into, okay. until the promoter say, you know, it's, it's all a go. But I fight again. I just say I fight again next month, you know. So, okay. So yeah.
2: Do you know where? Do you know where you're fighting, or do you know like any anything at all, or just kind of you just know like the date?
0: He's crying. He's crying.
1: He's crying. I know you just said that I won't. I won't announce anything until they tell me I can. But I give Elijah props. He's going for it. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry.
1: No man. (laughs) No, no, no. That's that that hard hitting. uh, That's that hard hitting reporting, Elijah. That's what we like.
4: (laughs) Yeah. It's like I mean, y'all, y'all know when I fight again. Like you, you both know, and you know where yeah you know, but I talking.
1: just can't I, say that again i i I say I have a very good idea, and I'm very excited, and I hope everything goes well with it yeah
4: yeah, yeah. That's, so that's awesome. we, we, yeah definitely we're gonna be back there, that's what I will say, you know we will be back there, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great fight, it's gonna be a great fight so yeah since but since then since the last time i talked I talked to y'all, I definitely have been on the move. Um, we do, we definitely do have some work saying, uh some some things in the works with a bunch of different people, not just uh Sam and them, but we have a bunch of different options uh that we're we're exploring and then after the fight, you know, my decision will, will most likely be made, uh, of who I'm gonna go with, or, or who I'm gonna sign with, who team Poppy G is gonna sign with.
2: Nice, nice. So yeah, just what are you uh what are you working on this training camp? Because you know, you you're very. You seem to be a very versatile fighter, and you seem to have most of the skills. But the one thing that stands out to me with you is like your athletic ability, like your speed and your quickness and your explosive dish, just by kind of watching some of your workout like videos and stuff that you post. And is there anything in particular that you're trying to improve, or are you yeah. just kind of working on everything?
4: Yeah, uh, I, I'm actually glad, glad that you actually said that. With with me, I'm actually working like the team. We're working on everything. We and we have to work on everything because I can I can really do anything. I can southpaw, orthodox, um, speed up the tempo, fight, box. You know, so right now, like we we're just really really working on just improving everything across the board, not just one thing.
2: And what type of, like, what type of fighter are you pre- are you preparing for this training camp?
4: Or like, uh, orthodox fighter, orthodox okay. fighter. So we're just really waiting on that contract to be finished for the fight. But uh, honestly, you know, it really doesn't matter. You know, what fighter that uh, that gets put in front of me, really. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll be around the same, you know, professional fighter or something like that, or they might be a little more. Little, more experience or something like that. Well, not more experience, but on paper, probably more experience on paper. Um, but, man, in the training camps, we just continue to do what we do. I don't never change anything for training camp at all. We might just uh, study our opponent and and uh, figure, like, oh, we could do this a little bit better or capitalize on this or something like that. But in the camps, we never change anything. We, we're consistent with what we do and very confident in what we do, too
2: yes that that
4: that's 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 the
2: uh, you know the big thing you know being confident in yourself and you know knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses and all that good stuff, but kind of jumping away from boxing um I'd noticed too that you're really trying to build your brand and you're trying to get into like other ventures outside of boxing and you know why don't you tell us about some of those some of those things too that you're kinda of working on. I see that you know, you're starting to kinda of work with people and kinda of help them sponsor their products. Like I thought I saw you um with a guy with for like a beard beard oil or, or whatever. oh yeah. Tell yeah,
4: us about Both some of those in
0: beard.
2: Beard.
4: yeah. Yeah of course. So uh so with with that, um they're more of a sponsor. So they basically just sponsor me. Uh, as an athlete, so yeah, I'm jumping more into having more sponsorships with with different companies and building my resume as far as having sponsorships. So you know, when the huge, huge sponsorships come around, like say Reebok or you know a clothing line or something like that, then we'll already be well trusted and well prepared to to take on those big roles.
2: That's that's good stuff. Good stuff. You you gotta um, grow yeah. a
1: wicked beard now. For your next fight, you know that You gotta grow some, like, something Bigger than I got Like You gotta come out with this big lumberjack beard And then just Knock dude out Spritz <laughs> him on your hands Clean your beard and then give a thumbs up to the camera you, That's a million dollar commercial That's a million dollar that commercial That is. Right
4: is And you know, I, I'm actually gonna Because the last fight I actually shaved my beard But this fight I'm actually gonna Leave a little bit on so it's I already have it in my mind and everything. I'm gonna leave a little bit on this fight and uh, make that transition to coming from you amateur do, shaving to professional gotta ranking.
2: Do, gotta do the Kimbo beard.
1: Get, <laughs> get a big beard do.
2: like Kimbo. <laughs> think,
1: uh, when they start start vaseline in the face, they stop and then switch from vaseline to the beard oil, and then they do the beard in the corner, and you get them right and close in there, and then ding, you get the picture for it, and
4: that's all. Oh, have title. the beard. Oh yeah. yeah, hey, that's a great idea.
1: Instead <laughs> of having the
4: vaseline, have the beard oil. That's good. <laughs> I've never seen that before.
1: Boom. picture right there. That's a billboard. He's training in the corner. You know, we got it. They got the they got the cold the cold metal on the face for the for the you know to to calm the swelling. But then they're still getting that beard looking good.
4: That's what I'm talking about.
2: Making some money. That's an
4: amazing commercial right there. <laughs> you got to get your credit for that
2: one. R- uh, Ryan needs to be, become the, a marketing rep. A hey, marketing
1: man, I mean, I got to take care of this thing. You know, it, it takes some work. But, I mean, I digress. It's not what it used to be when I could put it over my nose. It was so long. Now it's a little more in control. But, anyway, that's beside the point. I, I did want to ask you about this. Obviously, we talked before how, how just exciting – and how, how good it is that that we're getting boxing back in Minnesota. And obviously, you know, we got we got Shango most likely in one of the main main spots on the card. Uh the, the talk of Caleb Truax, you know, which is awesome, brings more more eyes to the Minnesota brand. But right before you got on here, I got a word from somebody, and I don't know. If if this is something you've heard or what your thoughts about it is, but there's talk that there might be a IBF title defense from uh, Jose Uzcategui against Caleb Plant on the show, that's insane.
4: You know I have all of the insights on all on those things now. It has anything to do with uh, PBC or anything like that. Uh, you, it's insane. Like, well, how did I, you hear that?
1: I got man, I got. I've been doing radio for years upon years and (laughs) I I, I, I got the sources. sources. I'm just, and, and it's not, I'm not confirming it or denying it. And we will wait till, wait till anybody obviously says something with, with PBC and everything. But the simple fact that, that, you know, we looked at this, this back in April and we're like, man, let's hope this goes off with a hitch. And then now we look at the fact, I mean, who's to say that now, you know, fight three, Who's to say it's not ESPN doing a top rank show here, or you know what I mean? Like this is such yeah. a huge step in the right direction. And I think the beauty that I I'm crediting guys like you is everybody that I've spoken to that went to this fight. Obviously they love the main events. They love the big fights. They love to Edner cherry yeah. in Minnesota, things like that. Sure. But everybody, that, wow, these dudes from Minnesota came out and banged and brought it. And I hope these guys start getting showcased on undercards that get televised. And that's where it comes back to you. And that's where my excitement came in today when Elijah goes, hey, Poppy G's coming back on. I said, hell yeah. This dude deserves promotion. He deserves exposure. He whooped some dude's ass in front of us last time. And and I can't wait. You know, whenever he still fights again, we get to see him do it again. And I, I, I can't wait to shake his hand and go, my God, you're on the track that you're doing something big. And Minnesota's here, man. And it's, I I mean, you could tell from the passion of my voice, I'm so excited for this. I cannot wait to just see what continues to happen. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping two, three years from now, who's to say HBO or something doesn't run a Target Center card, man?
4: Ah, oh, it'd be awesome. At the oh, office. well, you know, I mean, it's going to be even better than you know when we fight again this time. It's going to be even more exciting and even better than the last time. I mean, I have grown so much since the last fight, like tremendously. My skills and everything have have gone to a completely different level since the last fight. Um, which which that was a good fight, but there's always more to work on, and we have been continuing to work and continuing to work in. And, and to answer your question about you know Caleb Plant, that is definitely a uh, that's a rumor. It's definitely a rumor, but you know that's it's in the works. That's in the works. It's a it's a rumor I have heard too, and you know know some somewhat about. But it'll come. I mean, if Allenum decided to to announce it, you know that'll definitely come. As far as you know, the Target Center and things like that. Um There have been fights at the Target Center before, but they were not as big. As far as top ring bringing cards here, uh that's a possibility. But the the two fighters, the two top fighters that are that are assigned right now, um, they are assigned to Al Heyman. You know, so that plays a big role in it as well. Like, fighters can come here, you know. You know, they can bring fighters here. Kyran can bring fighters here and things like that, but it's just not going to sell as much because no none of Minnesota fighters will really, really be on their card like that. And no, plus true. it wouldn't be, you know, a, a Caleb Truex on a headline card actually from Minnesota, things like that rank don't have any fighters really from Minnesota except for they have um they have Ishmael he's from here but he's not a Caleb I mean he's not a he's not a Caleb Truex or Jamal James you know it it doesn't it doesn't really matter how many fights you have you know you got to still be able to put butts in seats and and yeah you know, we put we put butts in seats i mean even at the last fight there was over 200 people there alone just for Poppy G so you know we put butts in seats in... um the next fight is going to be great we're definitely going to get some tv time and get promotional and, and all of those things you know having and, that great and, relationship with salmon it's
1: and i think you know i i think it's going to you know like i said i think it's going to get there and you know i i gotta say kudos real quick to caleb plant kudos to him man i i was at a wbc party for the the ward kovalev one fight down in vegas and i i met him and talked to him for a few minutes and that that dude was more down to earth than half of the people there that were trying to promote the fight to make people happy and like their brand. Like, I'm like, this like, you don't have to be nice to people right now. And he was, I mean, dude went out of his way to talk to everybody. And I'm like, that's, that's respect. And, you know, I hope you get something And the fact that this could happen makes me happy because I need the dude that deserves a good, you know, good shot, but I mean, neither here nor there, but, yeah, I just I'm I'm super excited for this. I cannot wait for for August twenty fourth. I'm <laughs> I'm preparing to do my Sunday through Friday six days uh, that week, so my my day off can be can be uh, this Saturday because uh, obviously, as you know, Elijah, it's my Christmas in my job line now. So I'm gonna be there, <laughs> come
4: hell or high water,
1: uh, sleeping or not. Yeah, this one not. is gonna I'll be packed.
4: This is this is this is gonna be a packed show. It's gonna be. With. I guarantee it's going to be way better than the last time. And for me, for me, really, you know, uh, even in our next fight, it's just for me to really go out there and display uh, the, the talent that I behold and continue to get better and better and being very, very elusive. My thing is to be very elusive, um, more than any, any other fighter, and to be able to throw certain shots and, and a lot of punches and, you know, fast being really sharp because i can do everything i mean that's something that i definitely displayed the last fight is that i can do whatever i want to and, and that's my thing it's just do whatever i want to in the ring and whatever with any fighter and there's just nothing that they can do with me and being being in there with a with the more experienced guy um well not more experienced but more experienced in a, in a professional ranking on paper uh he definitely taught me a lot as far as uh you know, being in there with guys that know how to survive and, you know, what to do at certain certain points of, of time in the ring or last 10 seconds, 20 seconds, the whole the survival. You know, so this next fight, you know, I really expect a – it was close. It was close to a knockout the last fight. It was close. But he was, he was experienced. I got to take my hat off to him. But the next fight, again, I'm expecting a knockout. And that's going to be in every fight, no matter who I fight. We're expecting the stoppage. We're expecting a mental stoppage. We're expecting everything to just be way more than what somebody can handle. And uh, also on the Target Center. Um, speaking about the Target Center, you know our goal is to set up the U.S. Bank Stadium. You know that's our yeah. goal for, for King G. Yeah. That that the Poppy Jam. Yeah, that would be. Bank Stadium.
2: That would that would be. That would be tight. Like
1: and. and no offense to uh, Raymond Chacon, but uh, let's not forget that he had a tag partner in the ropes. Uh, all fight when you guys fought. Uh, just saying, uh, not dogging him, <laughs> but I mean, the ropes definitely were were uh, were helping. Uh, you know, that was his manager. You can almost call it. If this is pro wrestling. They that dude kept pulling the ref's leg and stopping the three count because. But anyway, that that's that's that. You know, I do I do got one other thing I wanted to ask you before I let Elijah uh get back at it with if anything else he has. Um you know, you mentioned the different training and, and what you're doing with the training and getting ready for the Orthodox and such. You also mentioned the the Al Heyman stuff where you went out to California. Was there any was there any guys that you got to spar with or get in the ring with when you're where you kinda did that wow, I'm in the ring with blank. Like I, I'm I'm here now.
4: Yeah, it was. Um, there was a lot of guys I got in the ring with when I was out there, you know. So, I mean, and you know, these are top guys as well that you know fight guys that are coming up. Some of the guys, uh, as far as one guy as well, his brother is with with uh, Floyd. Some of the guys were already with Sam. Some of the guys were, you know, just around. But these are top top notch guys. But it's never to a point you know, around guys in my weight class. It ne- it's never going to be to a point with me where it's just like, wow, I'm in the ring with this guy. With me, it's like, wow, this guy is in the ring. Like, this guy really stepped in the ring with me, okay?
0: <laughs> you know, that's
4: that's more so of what it is with me. But I do want to spar uh, and hopefully fight one day Leo Santa Cruz. You know, I do Ooh. want to fight one day at 126. Um, but, you know, he it, it's, a, it's, it's a time to get there because he definitely has a lot of fights. And he gotta look forward to to uh, Gary, to little Gary. But sparring wise, yeah. I definitely will want to um, get in the ring with him. Cause I'm still, honestly, I'm still waiting to be tested even in sparring. I haven't. Uh, it's it's rarely where, you know, guys are they they could test me or they can bring something out of me. So I'm I'm still waiting. We fire a lot of guys. So just give me the, the the top guys around 126 and, you know, see what they could do.
2: Yeah, cause I like you we were posting some pictures and stuff too. Like you met like you you met Leo Santa Cruz, didn't you? Like yeah, you, I met him. him and yeah, well. then you met like Sean Porter, and you got to like kind of hang out really. with. Yeah, you got to hang out with all those dudes. Like, did you have you known them? Like, did you ever meet them before? Or was like that? Was that your first time meeting them? Or
4: yeah, yeah, most of them it was. But my coach knew. My coach had already knew Sean Porter for a very long time. Um, so with him, yeah, uh, me and Leo, we met a few times, uh, more more than three times when I was down in LA too, because okay. you know when you're traveling around with him and him, you're gonna meet those guys and you're gonna be in front of those guys. So we met a few times, and uh, I'm pretty sure he know, you know that I'm coming up in the rankings and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> 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 so,
4: hopefully, so hopefully, hopefully one day, you know, getting up to that time in the next two years or so, like that, I definitely would like that fight.
2: Um, one last thing I wanted to ask you before I guess we kind of wrap things up and you kind of you know tell us about some things and plug some stuff. I just wanted to ask you, did you get a chance to watch the Robert Easter-Mikey uh, Garcia fight?
4: Last time I did watch it.
2: What did you think? I watched
4: it. It was exactly how I said it was going to go. See, even when I was down in L.A. talking to Mikey, you know, we were actually talking about it sitting right next to each other. And um, as as I tell everybody, I'm going with Mikey. I mean, over – I wouldn't go with it – it's it's a split 50-50 with, like, him and Earl Spence. Uh, I got Crawford over Mikey. But anybody else, really, um, I'm, I'm going with Mikey. His technique is just – man, his technique is pure. I'm going with Mikey. I yeah. seen the fight last night. Um, I said right before it happened, right before – Robert got knocked down. I said it. He kept dropping his right hand over and over and over again. And Mikey is known for those hooks. And sure enough, caught him with a right hand hook and, and dropped him.
2: Yeah, I uh-huh. I kind of figured the same thing too. Like, to me, um, Mikey Garcia, you know, he's his biggest strength is his technical ability. I mean, he's probably one of the has probably one of the highest IQ boxing IQs out there. He's very technically sound. He's always balanced. Uh he doesn't throw many wild punches. He's got underrated hand speed and to me I just I think he's one of those he's so dangerous cuz he's one of those guys that is just athletic enough and he has a lot of technical ability so he doesn't just depend on his athletic ability. And he, he comes the on late too. Man, which is
3: awesome.
2: He's one of the best. Like he is, he's amazing to watch. So,
4: yeah, hands down, I agree. His technique. See the thing with Mikey is like his technique goes with his speed. So, a lot of guys, I don't understand how you can underestimate Mikey. Like he's a world champion in four different weight classes, like 226. Uh, what one thirty, thirty five, and forty? So it's like, how could you under? And I think that, man, I, I really want to see him fight Lamachenko. I would like to see that fight, but I'm I st- I'm still going with Mikey over Lamachenko too. So I don't know, man. I, Mikey is one of the best to ever living. Me.
1: Yeah, he's he's and and the thing that I took too is you know. It was a it was a it was a close fight, and then Garcia just turns it on. You know, comes seventh round, he's he's landing double digit power punches as everything was singles before. It. I'm like, my God, if you can't press the pace the whole fight, once you get into deep waters, he's gonna finish you. And and I mean, Robert Easter was I mean he was I was waiting for the Walters, the No Moss. You know, he was I don't <laughs> know him anymore. He's getting pounded on. I do, I do, this this totally made me no, think Ma- about this last, last thing. Oh, man, that's still my favorite thing is when Lomachenko said, I should change my name to Nomaschenko. I went, yep, this is a bad dude right here. <laughs> he is that yeah. confident that he's going to make you quit on the stool. But any, can know. you give me any insight as, as a stud boxer like you are as to why, this is the last thing I got for you, and then we'll let you go, why Leo Santa Cruz is always shaking his hand? He's the only guy I ever see continuously, over and over, just shaking that right hand.
4: You almost well, me personally, I think time. that it's a yeah. Me personally, I think that it's a twitch in his hand. He, he must have like a, a damaged nerve or something like that in his hand. Um, that's the only thing that I can think of. If it might be a disconnected nerve that they can't fix or something like that, which causes the twitch. But the interesting thing is that most people don't catch on to that. Most fighters can't catch on to it. Leo does throw a lot of punches, but a lot of fighters are also not able to put him in checkmate um I think if somebody starts tapping that hand a little bit more then he'll start shaking a little bit more and no, you can catch him catch him in between so my
2: first thoughts my first thoughts were is that when I see him do that I'm like, God is this hand broken or something because usually when a fighter kind of shakes their hand like that, it usually means their hand's broken or it's bothering or something's wrong with it but he does it like constantly almost like right before he punches or like when he's kinda of resetting himself or moving around the ring, he just kinda of, you know, does that. It's like it's just weird. So Let's I saying cut, you know, I think Ryan. it's
1: like I think it's like Patrick Waugh. There's a goalie for those of you who don't know the if, if people listen if they don't know hockey, uh goalie in the eighties, nineties and part of the two thousands, one of the probably the second, third greatest goalie ever, Patrick Waugh. And every time there'd be a whistle and you'd reset to the face off circle, he's shaking his head and his helmet's just violently shaking. And he's just always, I'm doing it right now trying to imitate it as if somebody somebody can see this. But he's he's just shaking his head around. And I'm going, what in the hell is he doing? He's going to make himself dizzy. And whenever he would do an interview and everything, never did it. But whenever he had that helmet on, he would just, his head's always just gyrating like it was just a weird like nervous twitch or something. And that's the first thing that it reminded me of. And with you mentioning the, the Santa Cruz thing, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe he's got some answers for me. But uh,
4: Yeah, no, he actually does that outside of the ring, too. Okay,
1: now that makes even more sense with, with the nerve thing that you said then. See, that's what I'm talking about. You know everything that I need to know. You helped me. You've made my life easier after this great conversation again to tonight. Uh, for doing that, I would love it if you could go ahead and plug everything you got once again for all of our great listeners, your listeners, everyone's listeners, on uh, how they can just read your stuff, hear about you, and keep keep on following.
4: Yeah, of course. Uh, you can follow me at Giswaw Pierre uh, Junior on Instagram or on Facebook. It's Poppy G, uh P-A-P-I-G and everything else uh, is Gizwa Pierre, which is spelled G-I-E-Z-W-A, P-I-E-R-R-E Junior. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram, every social site, Twitter. Uh, that's where you can follow me.
1: That's what we like. That's what we like. Good luck in the in the coming coming weeks and months, sir, with your uh, next upcoming fight. I'm sure we'll chat again soon
4: of course. Even if even if y'all have time to to maybe come to one of the training camps or something like that, uh, you definitely are welcome anytime.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, you know
4: what? I was
2: gonna I was gonna ask you. Um, we got something kind of in the works for our, for Strong Style Media, and I might need a I might need a trainer or like a place to train. So I was. Do you have any suggestions on any, on somewhere I can go? where they would have time to, you know, help me out with this thing. And we what would, like, is that? Train... Are you
4: trying to do, like, boxing training or just regular? Uh...
2: Yeah, so we haven't really disclosed what we're going to do yet,
4: but okay,
2: we me and one of my colleagues might do this, like, little. we might chronicle us uh, going through a training camp, getting ready for a fight, and then us at the end of our training camp uh, having a having like a smoker like a like a um, a match at the end, so essentially like an amateur bout so but we're we're trying to figure out a time like when we're gonna start and we're trying to figure out or at least he might have somebody in mind, but I'm trying to figure out who like who to train with or who possibly could train me and obviously we're gonna be kinda like recording it videotaping it, like putting it on social media like just all the like just everything of me going through training and stuff and how it affects my everyday life and kind of just culminating to the point where we have an amateur fight. So that's that's,
4: yeah, what, that's what Um come down. I mean come down to our gym. Uh we we you know, my coach and we have other coaches there that train fighters as well. Uh or whatever you're trying to do, just come down. I mean see see what you like the most. Because if you can you can really go to any boxing gym. And just let them know what you want, and depending mm. on what you want, then it, they'll if they have the time, then they'll they'll definitely train you or whatever the goal is, yeah, you can set it up that way. But definitely at our gym, um, my coach, yeah. you know, because we train at certain periods of time. So outside of that time that we train, um, they definitely train people as well and get them ready for fight.
2: Yeah, because I'm look I'm looking to essentially train for an amateur fight. This is what, and this is... it, it, it'll be cool
1: too because we we think you guys, you know the amount of work you guys put into a training camp is is remarkable and and I don't think enough people give credit or realize how difficult it is and the fact that these two are willing to to try it I was like I, I'll do I can be a ring announcer I'm working on my dad bod I don't I don't need to I don't need to die out there but I you know I, I think it's I think it's just people don't people don't see enough of how hard it is to, to do this. And we think it'd be good for, you know, for the sport too, to kind of, you know, two everyday guys trying to trying to do what these professionals do on a daily basis. And it's
2: just how remarkable it is. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times, like, people, you know, like, a lot of times fighters have other jobs and they have families and, like, they have a lot to juggle around their boxing schedule so we just I want to kind of see what it's like and kind of feel what it's like and like I said you know kind of chronicle it and show like my struggles with it my uh, triumphs with it and then eventually it ending in the actual culmination of you know the fight happening so so yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna be searching and looking around but I just wanted to know if you had any suggestions about, about where I should go or where I should start looking
4: Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, as, as in, you know, I would say me personally, I mean, my best, my gym is, is, you know, that's a gym where we train. So I don't know too much about any other gym, but I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of, a lot of gyms in Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. um, Pretty trained. So, but it all depends on you and it all depends on what you feel comfortable with. But what I would say is definitely go to the different gyms and see, um, what would be best fitting for you.
2: Okay. Thank you. It's it's going to be
4: the uh, the
1: opposite of your next fight, Gizzy. It's going to be the worst fight that's ever going to culminate in a ring, and I cannot wait. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be so
1: nervous for both of you going, oh my god, what did I sign off for? (laughs) Yeah, oh, so I,
4: well, kudos for even thinking about getting in there. Um, that's a big step.
1: Yeah, they are are yeah, more manly. That's I'm that's probably going
2: to sure. be I'm probably going to be regretting it. Probably <laughs> going to make great. me <laughs> probably going to probably going to make me rethink things because I mean, yeah, I I go to the gym quite a bit, but this is this is a whole different animal, and <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous for it, but I'm kind of excited for it too, so.
4: Gonna no, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. And then once you do it and you actually train and you actually get it done, guess what? You're going to feel amazing. You're going to feel yeah. great because you accomplished something that a lot of people don't get to accomplish.
1: That is true. Yep. Right Now I feel like I need to just,
4: I need to just get out and just go
1: walk around the block and then I'll feel accomplished. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I'm, <I'll...
2: laughs>
1: hey, Gizzy, thanks for coming out again, man. We'll chat soon. All right.
4: Definitely. I have y'all a wonderful night tonight. You
2: too. Thank,
1: Thank
4: you,
2: Giz. Giz. Giz, what Pierre coming on? Robert,
1: I didn't think you were gonna drop the bomb, when you did. I went, oh no.
2: <laughs> I didn't quite drop the bomb yet. I mean, this is still very preliminary, but
1: no, oh, just bringing yeah. it up to ask him about it. I was like, oh god, he's gonna ask him I to wanted, train him. <laughs> I, I, wa-
2: I wanted, I wanted him to plug, I wanted him to plug his gym. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's true. That would have been a good way to do it. I I felt like when uh, when when Ric Flair was was yelling at Sting and the Shockmaster fell through the wall, and he goes, "Oh
0: shit!" <laughs> <laughs> then
2: he then he call Sid Vicious, Stid Vicious too. Then he goes, Stid Vicious," and then and the bulldog
1: goes, "He fell on his bloody ass, man!"
2: <laughs> God, that's funny.
1: Flair goes oh god
0: <laughs> that's <what he> said.
2: <laughs> Oh man that's awesome. Wasn't it, great interview. Didn't didn't wanted didn't somebody like actually nail some boards like sticking out like nail some boards in the doorway that he was supposed to burst through so he would trip and fall? Didn't some like wasn't that like a pr- no, didn't, so like, wasn't it so he put didn't up a wrestler like a full prank?
1: No, they put up a fake wall, and whoever did it put a big like two by four at the bottom for extra reinforcement.
4: So oh, he I went, heard
1: that he caught the two by four, and then his glittered stormtrooper helmet went flying on the floor as he scrambled
2: to put it back on his head. I heard somebody put that two by four in there as a prank, so it was like, oh, oh. okay, because this
0: was
1: going to be like a main event of a pay-per-view.
2: Oh, God. So, whoever... If someone would have messed that up, they would have been
1: fired. You got Ole Anderson doing the voice of the Shockmaster.
0: <laughs> I can't even... I can't.
1: Oh, man. Oh, that was tight. Let's, let's take our break here. Uh, take a break of the night. We come back. We're going to break down all these fights. Uh, we got to talk to Moongaia versus... Smith fight from last week, but we'll get talking uh, on all the rest of these fights in this week. don't oh, go I got, away
2: I want to talk about Mungaia for a minute, man.
1: Well we'll get to it. We'll get to it. You You can get it after the break when you're ready to get it. Stand it account. don't go away. get it. Most people would consider
0: this illegal. illegal illegal What was mere
1: vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate Share, follow, everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune, and more. We are Strong Style.
4: Just respect my conglomerate.
3: Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Hey, Alex Mello here, one half of the pop cultureist, inviting you to get your pop culture fix every Wednesday night here on the Strong Style Media Network. Alongside half-pine Kyle Adams, we'll see who got beat down at the box office, run down the Manic Movie Minute, find out what Kyle has for his musical mantra, and you hear our takes on the latest in film, the television, and music. Listen to the Pop Culturist every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Strong Media, or search Strong Style Media on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and Player FM. Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. It's time for the main
2: event. Greetings and salutations, Fight Fans. It's your boy Dub. One a half the Standing Eight count Radio. You want flight analysis, news, or look at the local Minneapolis-Minnesota boxing team? Then tune in Sundays, 10 p.m. Central Time, and listen to Ryan Cook and I break down the food science. If you don't know where to find us, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and Blog Talk Radio. That's Ascending Standing eight count Radio, and that's presented by Strong Style Media. We are a conglomerate.
1: In the bottom of your shelf. I was, I was making the sound clips and they were asking I mean, what kind of Spanish music we were listening to. Or I was doing. Who
2: said that?
1: That's what Jen said. I
2: was like, what? About so this, that Yeah. Because <laughs> <Since laughs> the music is violin. Since when is violin Spanish? <laughs> I don't know, because it ain't Iggy. I didn't I know string instruments were considered Spanish.
0: I'm like, hey,
1: what's up? <laughs> t- <laughs> t- <laughs> um man! I can't wait. I got so much news to talk about too. That just news. blows my mind. News. Uh,
2: uh,
1: what? What I want to bring up because it's going to go off Newsy's of one. On.
2: Did you borrow Isaiah's newsy Newsy's hat for this oh, segment? They'd so be I... like, get your news. Hot news <laughs> off the
1: press. Shoosh, I seen him. He was in the corner store. <laughs> Getting the shoe shine. <laughs> Heard all about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously we're we'll talk about the the Mungaia fight, but you know, I, I just I realized I wrote Dilliam instead of Dillian White. Maybe it's like the Dilly gaff, like Shannon Moore. But uh, Dillian White beats Joseph Parker. Really good fight. Both guys get a knockdown. Close fight. Uh, really fun. Um, it, it was it was a lot like Joshua and Parker with White just taking a taking a fall as opposed to just getting rocked a few times, and it went decision as opposed to because jo- Joshua stopped him in like the tenth or eleventh, didn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So, but but, but no, was, no, it was just- no, maybe yeah. I I I think I think so. I can't remember the Dillian White fight with Joshua was so long ago, but yeah.
1: No, the Joseph Parker fight with Joshua.
2: Oh. I don't think Joe I think it went to decision.
1: Maybe it did go to decision. But it was it was a lot of the same where Parker came out and and was once again maybe kind of think, you know, maybe he really is a lot better than we ever gave him credit for cuz he he showed out again. It just Gillian White caught him early and you could tell Parker was hurt and Parker got behind in the rounds and he got his composure back, but it was just too little too late and you know, if he would have got his composure back a little sooner, who's to say he doesn't knock out Dillian White? Because he was beating on him at the end there. Um, Eddie, uh, Derek, uh, so Derek Chisora defeated Carlos Takam de on
3: Friday. Who, TKO him? And, I can't, I and, can't and, believe
1: it. Ed, Eddie Hearn wants Dillian White to fight uh, Chisora next. That could and be an interesting Eddie, fight. Dillian White declined it. Dillian White said, wow. "No, no, I'm not doing that. I think well, maybe Dillian he wants White something else. wants to come for a stablemate,
2: Joshua, maybe, or maybe maybe they could maybe they could set up or a Wild. or Wilder, or maybe they could set up a a Dillian White big baby Miller fight.
1: Yeah, that's another good one too. So." Really interesting, and, you know, Dillian White coming out, nice win. Nice, solid win, too. He deserves credit for that. Um, but, yeah, I'm just – wonder if Eddie Hearn's going to be a little butthurt that he can't get his proverbial way he always wants is. Dillian White says no. I love it. That's my well, that's my favorite.
2: Dude, Best part. You, the, the big thing, one thing that I gather from this weekend is that Luis Ortiz is still a player, man. Like, he's still – a guy that Wilder or Joshua probably need to worry about.
1: Oh my! You know, and he kept talking about, or Ortiz kept talking about. I, I blew that fight when I let up in the seventh, and that's exactly what we said. Is he for some reason just stopped hitting him? And I don't know if he got too, you know. I'm assuming. I think he, he was gassed just,
2: himself going for the finish. I,
1: I would say I, I could see a combination of gassing himself, but I also think there's a little bit of him that was being cautious. Like, if True. I run in and he throws one of these Neanderthalic Donkey Kong arm punches, I'm going to see the canvas, which he did anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know who, <laughs> Deontay Wilder, love Deontay Wilder, you know that, that's one of my favorite fighters. He, he, you know who, if he was a video game character, he would be Jack from Tekken. <laughs> yeah, with those boom 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 punches. Yeah, he would totally, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, oh my god, that's Jack.
2: Which is,
0: you know, he's got long a wrong ass, ass
2: arms, wild ass like <laughs> hammer fist, almost like punches where he's not even hitting <laughs> you with his fist. It's more like the bottom of his hand. He's doing the the swinging one way and then swinging back the other way and then coming from the top when you
1: do his X X or a square 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 combo. <laughs> The only thing left is for him to sit on his butt and punch you in the gut forward as he's moving on his ass.
2: But um, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up too: uh, Did you know that that Joshua did that? Um, Dillian White and Joshua did fight before.
1: Yeah, yeah, Joshua beat okay. him. I know that.
2: Yeah, knocked him out. Maybe he wants. Maybe Dillian White's like, I want my rematch. Well, he's he's building
1: up a resume where I think he deserves it. He's beaten other the guys he should beat, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, or, or he says if I, I I replay that round over and over, and I wish I would have kept punching him. And I think I think he now knows that if he does get another shot and he gets him in that situation, you got to go for it because he is... Wilder still could knock you out with one shot anyway. So why not just take the risk if you're yeah. going to see canvas. At least going out and having a, you know, not trying to knock him out. But, um, so that, that interests me. Obviously, we could move to that. King Kong with one of the most brutal left hands I have seen all year. Um, Kojanu, his, I, I swear the back of his head touched his back. I, he hit him hard. And he did that like I just ate something really sour face and just fell to the knee, fell to his ground. And, he kept trying to stand up, and it was like once again in Fight Night where you go too far and you fall the one way, and you go too far and fall back the other way.
0: He, yep. he was
1: done. Oh, that was that was the that was one of those brutal knockouts of the year.
2: Man, that that dude, you just knew he was in there to get a paycheck too. I mean, he was like kind of like not throwing any punches, just kind of like posturing, like. Oh, nothing hurts. Nothing hurts, and then he just got. <laughs> See you later.
1: And and their their game plan of we're you know we're gonna have Razvan take it easy for the first three rounds
2: to try to That's take the, one of the t- dumbest things it, ever.
1: Exactly, you're in there with a heavyweight knockout artist. Why would you you, you just sit there and hope he doesn't tee off on you?
0: What <laughs> you man?
1: He got. They, when he ate that first shot near the end of the first round and he his eyes kind of opened and he had that uh-oh look. Like that yeah. wasn't fun. And I think Ortiz smelled blood cuz you could see he came back out and he had that that like sicario death grin. And just <laughs> <laughs> came at him. And then and then Razvan decides to finally start throwing punches and he gets countered to the point he's in a coma. Yeah. I mean was brutal
2: yeah that was that was that was a a short but good fight and I'm glad that Ortiz came back and looked really good because like I said he he deserves to be in the title picture I mean he's to me it's Anthony Joshua and I think still think Ortiz and Wilder even though Wilder won I still think Ortiz and Wilder are 1A and 1B in my opinion it's close it's like those three are so close right mm-hmm. now so
4: yeah I, just, and, I hope
2: he I hope he's not the forgotten guy you know what I mean cuz he definitely he, deserves to be up there because he's better than Parker he's better than White he's better than Miller at this point
1: he's he's just in such a rough spot because it's like he did so much to the point where, if I'm Joshua Wilder, I don't know if I'm really ecstatic to get in the ring with him. Yeah, because of what he did, show he could do. Um, so he made himself just that dangerous, but he well, was he's... just short to make to get the job done. So he's now he's he's in that like odd limbo.
2: Yeah, and he's dangerous too because he's got a ton of power, but he's. Tech, technically sound like boxer for a heavyweight. Yeah. You know? well, So the
1: counter ended for the knockout. That was a that yeah. was a beautiful counter punch left cross to the mouth. Where that dude was see I mean that dude went down like glass Joe. I mean that was Oh, it was violent. It was a that was a I I literally will classify that as a violent knockout. That was a violent knockout that man had. And he is that. I mean, that dude's. He's not going to be able to eat right for a couple of days. I guarantee you that.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, so we'll see what happens. Kudos to uh, Ortiz's daughter getting getting treatment, healthy. That's that's good for him. Oh, that, good
2: for him. That was a good good thing to see, and the emotion that he displayed, like when he had to kind of step to the side a little bit and grab a towel, and yeah, that was that was a that was a good moment. I was glad I got to see that. Yeah, and it's
1: you know, and it, and it it's one of those things too where, you know, it shows these guys are human, and yeah. sometimes sometimes you don't get that with everybody. Um, I guess you know if we're as we're randomly jumping around here, I'm going to jump around even more. Mike right Garcia, Robert Easter. It's so hard for me. To be a Robert Easter fan because I do like Robert Easter and I think he's a classic class act dude I think he's a stand-up dude but I don't know how he can be that much of a stand-up dude and how I can cheer for him with the company that this dude keeps every time they show his little entourage posse I just wanted to oh, I just grip my t- I can't stand Adrian Frickin Bronner man
2: I can't stand They're that from dude. Ohio man
1: or you can go hang out with the Sammy Callahans.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I and then Adrian Broner just—it's the point now where I'm just like, whatever, dude. I don't—he doesn't, doesn't even bother me bother me anymore. I mean, I don't—he never really did bother me, but I just—I don't know. I don't care, I, I guess.
1: With media in the back, and they're sitting there like,
2: oh,
1: and I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. But then they show, you know, they're showing everyone in the crowd, and he starts giving, he just starts flipping off the camera like he's a pro wrestler. And it's like, once again, you know, the one Charlo, I won't mention the other Charlo now that he might go to jail. Um, but the, the the one Charlo, at least he backs it up. You know, some of these guys, <laughs> they're talking smack, and they're building their brand. Bronner's just... He's like that dude in high school that walks around with the Letterman jacket and everyone's like, Ugh and then when he finally somebody he finally pushes somebody too far and they beat his ass and then it's like
0: Ugh. <laughs> You
1: know, that's what he reminds me of. He's running his mouth and he gets in there with a guy like Mikey Garcia and gets slapped around. It's like, Yeah, you're not so tough. Chump.
0: Yeah.
1: God. I'm gonna flip the crop. And then and you know Javante Davis, we've lost him. After the last couple fights he's had, and if he's kicking oh, he, a victory Bron-
2: he looked great his last fight.
1: I'm talking about his attitude. I feel like that's going to be out the door now.
2: Nah, we'll see.
1: I, I like Javante Davis. He at least can fight, man. Bronner just needs to go. I just, yeah, I, I see him and he just makes my day upset. <laughs> Like, such a douchebag. <laughs> it's like it's like what I imagine when somebody like meets Alberto Del Rio in public. They're like, God, that guy's probably a prick.
3: <laughs> you know? Ugh.
2: Is he a prick? I don't know much don't about know. Alberto Del Rio. He's huh?
0: a,
1: Or he he can come off
2: as somebody pretty arrogant. Oh, it's just like, come on! Did he call you? Remember did he call I, you apparel? Is that why you don't like him? Did he call you a one day?
1: Oh. Oh. I was like, shut up! Well, how come you can't keep a job?
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry.
1: I'm just, i getting angry here. But um, you know, that Garcia Easter fight I thought was a tremendous fight. I thought Easter, Easter did better than I thought he was going to do. I thought this was going to be an in and out showing for Garcia, and. You know, I look at my scorecard. I had this 66-66 after seven rounds, and I was like, "Holy crap, this is a hell of a fight!" And then eight through twelve, like nothing, to but to, to Garcia.
2: Yeah, I didn't have it as close as you did. I had I had um, Easter winning the first round. I had Garcia winning the second round, but it was a close round. I think it could have went either way. Um, obviously, the round three was 10-8. Garcia threw knocked down. I had Garcia winning four, five. I Easter winning six, even though uh, Garcia almost stole that round at the end. You maybe could have made a case for him stealing the round. And round seven, I had it for Garcia. Um, Easter had a good start to round seven, but he kind of faded, and Garcia stole another round. And then round eight, I had Garcia that round to me it seemed like Easter was like moving around a lot, but I wasn't really throwing any punches- mm-hmm. and yep. low point um round nine, I had ten nine Garcia again, another round where Easter was winning at the beginning, but Garcia kind of took it towards the end, and then I had yep. and that, that to a- me that was a tale of the fight Is like easter could, couldn't couldn't. Couldn't do quite enough to like seal the rounds, and Garcia won one on his like on his punching power and his power punches. If that makes sense to you.
4: Mhm.
2: So what, what what were you gonna say? I don't. I feel like I maybe might have cut you off or something. Oh, or... uh,
1: fine. Just just
2: just finish just finish the fight, and then then I'll jump in. So, um some more points that I saw from that fight too is What did well, you have the Garcia, last two rounds though? He, oh he I, had, I had I had Garcia pretty much winning the last three so what uh was the start, last two. Was your score? Um I had I gave Easter two rounds out of twelve. Garcia. Well, she
1: the one, she it 118,
2: 108. wow. Yeah, I um, didn't I didn't think it was I didn't think it was a I, like I said I it was way close, but yeah, it, it maybe could have been closer. Like, so, like, maybe my scorecard the fight was closer than my scorecard indicated. But again, like I said, it's because I feel like Garcia was taking a lot of those rounds that Easter had kind of built up some equity at the beginning, but he just couldn't sustain it for the whole entire round.
1: I gave Easter one, two, five, and seven, and then I gave Garcia three, four, six, and then the last five. I had it one sixteen, one eleven. There was I had round two, five, six, and seven, and it was all close. And I gave Easter three of those four rounds. The only reason I went Easter is I felt like Garcia had the late that late stretch, but like like uh, what was like the round four, which I think you gave that Garcia right. Yep like he landed more punches against Garcia than he did in round one, which everybody gave him in round one and Garcia landed less punches than he did. So like, to me, that was a no brainer for round four. Um, and you know, so his late comeback to me was only like 25 seconds.
0: So I couldn't, I
1: couldn't give, not give East. It was, you know, like I said, Easter landed more punches than in round one. I got to give him the
0: round.
2: Not necessarily, because his punches really weren't doing much. Garcia's punches were doing way more damage to me, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, they, what they
1: were. I mean, they were definitely doing more punches. I I just, I don't think, I didn't think he he, did a long, like, I just felt like, you know, 25, 30 seconds of owning the round with with the power when not owning the other two and a half, and the crowd really swaying the punches more than they were that crowd was really making some of those punches better than they were at the beginning um but i think at the end there i just i i don't i think i think Garcia got better as the fight went on it was like the Lippinier Ye fight for me where it was a nice even fight and the guy was in there with him and then Garcia figured out and just like that he dominated
2: yeah yeah i, I don't know it just seemed like Easter just lost steam hmm seemed like he it, and I mean Garcia did a good job of kind of cutting off the ring and pressuring Easter. You know, I think that might have had some I think that might have tired Easter out. I don't I don't know if Easter expected Garcia to move as well as as he does, which I mean a lot of people kind of you know, take for granted when they fight Garcia that you know, He's got pretty good feet and he's got pretty good like hand speed. Like a lot of people don't realize how how good his feet are and how fast he is until they actually fight him. I mean even Lipignier they were saying was mm-hmm. saying that that he he was surprised he was surprised at Garcia's hand speed, he didn't think he was as fast as he was when he actually got in there with the ring in the ring with him, so you know. Do
1: you think Easter was just defeated by that point?
2: I think he was tired. I don't. I wouldn't say Garcia put like a beating on him to like
1: and I make guess I him shouldn't like say to break like him. That. I
2: don't.
1: Yeah, not not like break him, but like mentally, he knew I can't outbox this guy, and he's got my number, and I'm. It's just like I'm. It's like I'm treading water. I'm not. It's not like he's gonna finish me, but I know I can't do anything to finish him.
2: Yeah, I think he, yeah, and I think he just kind of ran out of gas. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think, I don't. Easter, you know, was knocking out guys, a lot of guys. But as he's like stepped up, his like last four or five fights, you know, he hasn't knocked anyone out. So I don't think he was gonna like knock Garcia out. I don't think he had the punching power to knock Garcia out. You know, and he obviously was getting tired, so he couldn't. I don't think he, later on, I don't think he had the movement and, like, the ability to, you know, pump his jab out and move around effectively and stuff, or as effectively as he'd like towards the end, because he was just too tired to do it, so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I, I think he knew, too, he wasn't going to be able to, you know, if he's got to win it by points, he was he was at the point where he had to almost take everything near the end. Um,
2: yeah. One
1: one judge had it the same as I did. One judge had it, which you did. And then the third judge had it in between what we did at 117-110. So two, three, four rounds for Easter, um, eight, nine, ten for Garcia was the consensus. And I'm sure Easter probably knew in the back of his head he needed to take those. But I I will give him this. He he went at it in that ninth round. That might be one of my favorite rounds of the year.
0: Because that round
1: went... Like, I went from giving it to Garcia to giving it to Easter to giving it back to Garcia to starting to give it to Easter and then Garcia finishing it. Like, I went back and forth like five times that round. I And that was one of the first times, too, Easter caught him with a shot. It was one of those, like, weird, like, stepping, like, kung fu-looking straight punches he did. And yeah. it it caught, like, Garcia blinked and he kind of went back like, whoa. And Easter saw it, and he pounced on it, and he started throwing shots at him on the ropes and then and then you know, as you alluded with him probably being gassed, he stopped the flurry, and then Garcia was like, "All right, I gotta get that that momentum back
0: and For mm-hmm. a second
1: there, I'm like, Easter man, if you had some wind, maybe it could make something start going here that's the and that was the first time I've ever seen Garcia like really kind of do that. You know, everyone always like laughs at the punches but he did the whoa it's <laughs> like blink yeah. and the like he probably saw a quick flash for a second there, but Easter couldn't capitalize and that was it.
2: You know, it was yeah, that, that was that,
1: his shot. It, that round was, that awesome. round
2: was Yeah, that was a great round. Like I also thought, you know, the round was going back and forth and there's lots of action and I was like, Oh wow, Easter might have waken, woken up a little bit but I just couldn't couldn't get it done.
1: Yeah, I think he went for it, and when he couldn't do it, he was, I mean, it was what it was, but, you know, I give him kudos, and once again, I give him credit, you know, he was he was the stand-up dude, Is I best just... He's best,
2: the best he's looked in a, like, I've never, I was never super impressed with Easter, I always thought he was, like, you know, a very good fighter, but I didn't see the hype that a lot of people saw with him, and... It's his it's his best showing in his probably like his last couple fights. You know, he hasn't he didn't look great against um what's his name? God well, I can't think of the guy's name. Richard Kame? When he knocked him down? Uh he didn't look great against Kame and he didn't look great against um who is the guy that that Alberto Machado just knocked out? I believe um I believe Easter Yeah, the guy the guy that was like that's a shut up, shut up, or whatever. Oh, ah, <laughs> uh,
0: oh, what the
1: hell is I know what you're talking. About. Easter fought him after Kame, didn't he?
2: Yeah, and he didn't look in Easter like How I he thought Easter that, lost was that, that fight.
1: Fortuno, when he was losing yeah, to fortune,
2: and that yeah. was a split
1: decision fight too.
2: Yeah, and he didn't he didn't look great in that fight either. And you know he looked a lot better this fight than he did his last couple. So.
1: It, you know you you know you, you bring up the Fortuna that's like that's a damn good good thing to bring up because that was a split decision the the kame fight was also a split decision when they fought for the vacant title you know and and it he went unanimous with Shafikov and Cruz he didn't even you know he didn't even put them out Shafikov, maybe I can understand lasting, but Lewis Cruz, I had never even heard of that guy, yeah you well
3: know,
1: so that's he did you know and maybe he plays up to his competition i don't know it's it was interesting but he looked good it's the one thing that always scares me about when i watch robert easter fight is he just looks so sickly is that bad to say like he just looks like drained and malnourished and like i feel like he just i'm like god this dude must have worked himself to the point he's he's like he's going to get hurt like no he looks, doesn't there's
2: nothing to yeah, uh, he, he definitely he definitely looks like he's a little, his height, you know, he's it's a, he's an interesting height for that weight class, and I don't know, I don't know how much longer he'll he'll last that weight class just because he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't always look he looks very like you said just thin and sickly and just kind of like he's feel telling like he himself to make at, that weight.
1: Like, he should fight at like one fifty four or something. Yeah, it's just. Like, it's, I don't know, it just, maybe, it, you know, I don't know. It, And I, I'm not trying to bag on the guy, you know, I mean, obviously you agree with me, so I'm not, I, I feel better, but I don't mean to sound bad when I say he sounds that or looks that way, but, like, you see him and he, like, when they, when they pull on his trunks to spritz him with water, I mean, you could fit your whole damn knuckle in there. Like, he looks, he yeah. just looks, like, it's just, I don't know, maybe it is a struggle. Maybe that's why he's struggling to finish these guys. Because I don't know that might be something to look into that's that's a that's a nice little side debate, I think to, or yeah. side discussion i am glad I'm not the only one that's, that's not like Mikey Garcia looks like a fully developed man where Robert Easter looks like an n b a rookie coming out of college <laughs> yeah. where you know there's six eleven hundred and fifty pounds, and you're like, God, yeah. that
2: guy needs <laughs> – he's Giannis when Giannis first got into the league.
1: <laughs> like, man, this dude needs a weight room, but I don't know. I mean, gets if he's comfortable, and, you know, looks are deceiving. Um, speaking of looks not deceiving, though, Mario Barrios, this dude looks like he's starting to get ready for a nice fight, defeats Jose Roman, they they throw in the towel after the eighth round. Barrios looks good, man. What would you think of this fight?
2: Oh, man, he put on a good showing. He... He was aggressive. He was effective. He threw a lot of like nice like combinations to the body and like to the head. He didn't like he moves well. Like he looked really good. Um, I thought it was a good showing. It was a one-sided fight, but it was entertaining just because he put on a good performance. So I was impressed.
1: Um, obviously fighting j- fighting at junior welterweight, so would have some. Some interesting uh, competition, obviously at 140, which which kind of leads us to what we'll get into later with the World Boxing Series. But the division's kind of wide open, and there is all these there's these unifications taking place. So he's in a good division where he's got room to do do some stuff, and I think that definitely helps. Yeah, um, he's
2: probably he's probably getting to the point where he might be ready for a title fight.
1: Yeah, I know he said. You know, obviously he said he's ready. His, his camp doesn't want to overwork him, but yeah, he he looked really good. Good showing. I'm glad they threw that on the uh, the, the the opener for the show. Uh, ESPN Plus. I still forgot that my subscription doesn't work, and I forgot to bootleg it. But uh, uh, there was a it was a vacant vacant lightweight title. I think was
0: you on the what? show. I believe.
1: Yeah, a junior lightweight title uh, Masayuki Ito defeats Christopher Diaz To take that vacant title
2: I did not uh, get a chance to watch that fight Yeah, he.
1: it sounded like he was bombing uh, Masayuki Ito uh, Now as the champion in, I'm trying to think of what, what division that is That's a 130 So that's, you know, Gervonta Davis, Alberto Machado Miguel Burchelt, those guys
2: is related to Judge Judge Ito Judge Lance Ito from the OJ case.
1: Maybe how he, he uh, Judge Ito looked like Hiro Saito from uh, old
2: wrestling fame. So Saito. My dad used to love uh, Matt, uh, Saito. That was like one of his favorite wrestlers back in the day.
3: Saito Super.
1: We lost three wrestlers in a week.
3: Jeez.
1: Austin Saito died last week. And then Grandmaster Sekse hung himself today. And then Nikolai Volkov died today.
2: I heard about Volkov.
1: Yeah, ESPN actually had that on their main page. I thought that was kind of cool. But, you know, we'll get into that tomorrow for Russell Gas Radio. But uh, the other fights, uh, obviously, I mentioned earlier go on Daily Motion and watch this Katie Taylor Kimberly Connor fight. She looks like. She looks like she might be the best of all these women, and we've never seen her because she's I'm telling you, man, the ways she, she put them punches together, dude. Oh my god, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Go on DailyMotion.com; it should be on there.
0: But okay. But let's
1: talk about last week. You you alluded to this before we left as the cliffhanger. Jaime Mungia takes
2: on Liam Smith. Thoughts? Uh, man, I'm sorry, but man moon guy has gotta be one of the most i i uh h b o is i don't mean to hate on the guy but h b o seems to be really trying to hype this guy up and i i don't think he's i don't think he's much more than a like a barely a step above like a journeyman like like a club, like a brawler like club fighter honestly like he's they're putting I feel like they're putting him in against smaller guys that he can beat up on and you know boxing ability doesn't matter because they're not going to be able to hurt him and they're not going to be able to outbox him for the entire fight because he has too much power for them and he's too big for them and I just I, like just, ugh. like some of the things that they're saying about like especially Lampley that was saying about Mungai was just making me cringe like uh god I'm like this I'm like HBO is trying to really hype this guy up and once he steps in there with a guy who's his own size and who can like fight back with him Mungai is going to get outclassed but I mean I was surprised at the like the fight that Liam Smith did put up like Liam Smith looked <laughs> Liam Smith looked pretty good, like pretty good in there, and he looked way better against Mungai than he did against Canelo. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: that was the thing I said to you is I was like, man, if if these were six round fights, Liam Smith might be pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. I'll tell you this, uh, Mungia or Mungai or whatever. Are we going Mungia?
2: It, it doesn't matter to me. Whatever. We'll go Mungia. We'll go Mungia, we'll Just as long as we call him Jaime. We're Jaime okay. it
1: is. Jaime Mungia, that's where we're going. So you gotta you gotta stick with us, everyone. But um, the crowd's really getting behind this guy.
2: Like, did you hear yeah, the pop I
3: can... that he got?
2: Yeah, he's he's definitely he's because he, he's got a fan a fan friendly style. Yeah. To me, he's. He's along that like Mickey Ward, Arturo Gatti, like type of fighter. But I think I don't think he's as good as as Gatti was. Like I don't think he'll be a Hall of Famer. But um, but yeah, the crowd likes him because he comes to fight. But I'm telling you, if he would have ended up fighting Triple G, he we would not be. We would not be thinking this way about Mungia right, right now, or however you pronounce. It. I'll just say Jaime. We would not be thinking about Jaime this way because <laughs> Triple G would
0: have
2: <laughs> tore his head off. It wouldn't have even yeah. been. It wouldn't have even been fun.
1: Well, he would have dealt with. Yeah. I'm angry, Triple G, too, which would have made it even worse. Yeah, I mean, ask Marta Rosen how angry Triple G felt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> like. I think I think HBO is going to capitalize on, on him for a while, and they're going to put him in there with a the guy who's, like, the same size as, as him, and he doesn't have a major size advantage against him that, you know, is more technically sound than he is. And we're going to see guy get beat up. So, But they're going to ride has, the wave for a while and get him as popular as possible.
1: Now, I've been told that aside um, – Aside from just Chocolatito on the undercard for Canelo Golovkin, that Mungia might be on the Canelo Golovkin
2: undercard too. Now, oh wow! I wonder who will be going up against. Maybe
1: he fights Gary O'Sullivan and uh, winner gets the winners, like the winners fight.
2: That would be cool, I guess.
1: You think he would beat the hell out of Gary O'Sullivan, or would he
2: bring no. that games work style to him? I think I think that that. Gary O'Sullivan, Mungia fight would be a close fight, just because O'Sullivan's you know he's not a tiny dude and he's a he's a tough dude and he, and he can crack some. So, I mean, S- Saddam Ali and Liam Smith have stand no chance of hurting Mungia. They're too small and they don't have enough power. Like that that Saddam Ali fight was a was a joke. I can't believe. Props to Saddam Ali for taking that fight, but I can't believe. Oh, that. that. <laughs> um, real quick,
1: just some news tidbits I want to run by you before. You know what? Let's let's do this. Let's uh, let's take our last break, get it out of the way, and then when we come back. Let's do. Just some random news that I got. I got a bunch of news over the last two weeks I want to talk to you about. But then I want to break down these brackets for the Roblox Boxing Super Series and kind of get your thoughts as to where they're going. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. stand and eight count radio. Think of doing those big leagues. We'll try doing one day fantasy over at DraftKings.com. The guys over at DraftKings set up your boys up at Strong Style Media with our own promo code. Go on to DraftKings.com. Sign up today. Make your first deposit. Put in promo code STRONGSTYLE and you'll get a bonus. It's that simple. Join in. Play some games. Have some fun. Week 1's coming. August 2nd. Can't
0: wait.
3: Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all. With your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything, from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, I the basketball model, master chef, survivor, even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. Alright, maybe not that one. But from the college to the pros, and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio.
1: Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah! We got you covered. Yes. From WWE, yes. New Japan, yes. Ring of Honor, yes. Impact, yes. Lucha Underground, yes. All Japan, and yes. more. We're talking yes. the highs and lows in pro yes. wrestling. Heck, yes. we're even giving you people yes. from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yes. talking the Bone Soldiers yes. and Enzo Amoris. No. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys no. like this.
0: Everything is evil.
1: Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host, Alex Mello, each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network.
2: calling all fight fans worldwide my name is elijah mcneil and i'm one half the best boxing podcast on the net the one and only standing account radio do you like hard-hitting commentary analysis and banter tune in on sundays at 10 p.m with my co-host ryan the technical legend cook and i break it down that's the standing account radio 10 p.m sundays strong style media
3: Tune in and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates.
2: Man, I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear the. I wanted to hear the rapping. Take it over. You're up. No, man. Oh I'll, come, I'll, come I'll let, uh, on. I'll let I'll let Binary Star hang, handle that.
1: Oh okay. Come on, man. Drop some. Drop some fire. Drop that dial on for us.
2: That's jo- that's Jordan. Get Jordan <laughs> on here to drop that fire.
1: Um. <laughs> uh, some some interesting news and tidbits. But I wanted to talk about uh, Adrian Bronner turned down fighting for Matchroom Boxing for Eddie Hearn.
2: Uh, no one wants no, no American fighters. No American fighters want to want to join Eddie Hearn, even though he's trying to like he's trying to rob all of all of Al Heyman all from all of his fighters. Like he's okay. trying to get all the. Al- well, so that, go ahead, sorry. Yeah. I no no you're I'd, good. That's funny
1: that. though. <laughs> Uh, Bronner then said, I love Eddie Hearn's idea of me fighting Amir Khan next. Now you just got to pay me a bunch of money to do the fight. So he agreed to the fight, but then asked for a bunch of money and said, I won't sign with you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of those things that you're, if you're like, uh, okay, got it. So you're not going to come to my stable. You will take the fight that I offered you. But you, you and you love the fight, but you only love it if I give you X amount of dollars. Got it.
2: Why don't you go try hey. to beat
1: A Granados again?
2: That's all that's why he's A B, he's about billions. <laughs> so I thought
1: that was a little hype,
2: hype or what,
1: oxymoron or some something along those lines. Um We we then uh we, we then get uh Eddie Hearn offered Wilder 7 or $8 million to fight Dillian White next. Wow. Um, apparently, they have April 13th of next year locked up for Wembley to do Wilder Joshua, but some people mm-hmm. think that this is offering a payday to Wilder to see if you can have Dillian White knock off Wilder to take a thorn out of
2: Joshua's side. Do you think that's true? <laughs> You never know what that he heard, and that could be the case. God, could
1: you imagine him and Joshua like, all right, check this out. We're gonna make Dillian fight him first, and Dillian White's like, yeah. And if you beat him, then we'll put you on the undercard April thirteenth, and you guys could both make money at Wembley. Yeah, let's do it. And you guys will fight bums. But everyone in
2: London will still buy the damn thing, so who cares?
1: Yeah, let's go! Like that's the kind of conversation I can see happening. Like you guys are. It'll
2: be a t- it'll 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 be Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury and Dillian <laughs> White versus Jarrell Big Baby Miller, which I mean um, Miller's not a bum, but Tyson Fury is a bum.
1: Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury then also said um, after he takes care of. Um, one Francisco Pianetta on August 18th. He wants Deontay Wilder next.
2: Well, good for him. Hopefully <laughs> the fight gets made. Hopefully the fight gets made and Tyson Fury gets beat up. I, I would love to see it. Fury 29
1: wants to show that he's not scared to go to America and fight the unbeaten Wilder.
3: He's He said, hey.
1: you don't have to pay me the $50 million you offered Joshua to come to America. I'll fight for less.
2: <laughs> hey, I'd watch that fight just to watch Fury get beat up.
1: Oh yeah, and I'd rather see him whoop Tyson Fury's ass than beat up on Dominic Brazil.
2: Oh god,
1: because that's what it might look like. It could
2: be otherwise. Hopefully, hopefully, there's no titty dapping going on in the <laughs> Brazil fight.
0: <laughs>
2: um.
1: Good thing or a bad thing now with boxing? Uh, the World Boxing Super Series wrapped up here on two weeks ago, with um, a one-sided 12-round unanimous decision victory. Alexander Usyk now 15 and 0 with 11 KOs defeated Murat Gassib, who was 26 and 0 going into this. Now the undisputed IBF, WBA, WBC, and WBO cruiserweight champion. Fortunately, he's vacating all four and moving up to heavyweight. You like this or not?
2: Oh man, yes, because it just brings another credible heavyweight fighter to the fold. I mean, Usyk is a beast, and mm-hmm. gossip was gossip's is a really good fighter. I didn't get to watch the fight because I don't have a fire stick, but I heard it, like he just he made uh, he made gossip just look look bad look bad, and gossip's not bad at all.
1: Abel Sanchez so, was tripped out. Like, why are you not getting your jab untrapped? And he's like, "I can't do anything." <laughs> like, yeah. Just, so, right.
2: Usyk in the heavyweight division, man. Oh man, that's like just you throw him in there with the Wilders and the Joshuas and Luis Louis Ortiz and Big Baby Miller. You know, it's man. He's just another good, another really good fighter that's coming in that. Could possibly be the best of the bunch. Yeah, that's when it's all, you all know, said and done.
1: That's the one thing too with you know, he's I think I think is like twenty nine or thirty one or something. I know he's young. Um but I, anyway, I can't remember his yeah, thirty one year old. Uh he won it I mean some of the judges had it one twenty, one oh eight, all twelve rounds. But yeah. You know, I think I think you got the you made the best point there. Everyone's talking about Joshua fighting Wilder and what Ortiz going to do. Who's to say Usyk doesn't come in and just start steamrolling like a Klitschko did?
2: Yeah. What would have been cool though is if Usyk would have stayed down at cruiserweight and Wilder would have went down the cruiserweight, oh, and then him and yeah. Wilder would have fought at cruiserweight. Let's oh, go!
1: That would have been awesome. And it would have been good because it's not like it's not like Wilder's got to cut a lot to go to cruiserweight because he's always the yeah. lightest weight. Man, that would have been a fun fight. That would have been oh, that would have been fun. I mean, that you could market that. You got four titles on the line too.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm that, I'm all on board for you to moving up to heavyweight. It's time. I don't really see anyone at cruiserweight challenging him. And, no. And I think he would be. I think he immediately is like. in now he's moved up. He's immediately in the conversation as, you know, one of the top heavyweights in the world. So, why not?
0: Um,
1: because because of some of the some of the the things that were said. Uh, Gennady Golovkin, after beating if and when he beats Canelo, uh, is is talking about moving up to 168, traveling to the UK and fighting James
2: DeGial. What do you think of that? I, you know, I would like to see Golovkin move up. It's becoming apparent that people aren't really, you know, really into fighting him or not or not wanting to fight him at at his weight class right now. So, it would be cool to see him move up, you know, and kind of test the waters up at a different weight where he can get in there with some different names and stuff. And honestly, I think is a good starter because, you know, he's a name, but I think he's a little broken down and stuff right now. And I think it'd be the perfect opponent for Golubkin if he did to decide to move up because he'd probably... Probably could stop, um, Degale at this point. So, so yeah, I, I would I would be very interested in to see that, and I'd be very interested to see, you know, Golovkin move up because then that could eventually also set up a a fight with Zerdo Ramirez, you know. Yeah, so.
1: David Benavides too would be fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. So let's go move up.
1: Um, obviously too, if they decide not to Golovkin's, um. Uh, wouldn't mind fighting Charlo next to, to uh, kind of show his dominance there. I guess he's really eyeing the Derevianchenko jacobs winner um, to try to reclaim what he got stripped of him. And then obviously now that it, it's it's not going to a purse bid and they've came to terms, uh, Billy Joe Saunders is fighting Demetrius Andrade this year. So nice.
0: can't fight. Can't, he
1: could look at some of those too. So, yeah, a lot of interesting things going on with Golovkin, which is nice. And I just, man, I hope he wins this fight, and I think he's, I think he's coming in focus enough that I, I think he's, I think he wins this fight against Canelo. I don't, I don't think if it's the same route they're going to give it a draw again. Like I don't see the decision happening like that again.
2: Well, I one one thing, I see Golovkin doing more of this fight is I think he's going to go to the body more. He, they lo- already he said
1: is. Canelo's leaner, looks a lot leaner.
2: Yeah, he, he like, abandoned his, body, his normal body work against Canelo. Yeah, I was just about to mention that, too. Like, Canelo looks way smaller, which obviously is going to be, you know, different game plan because they probably want, don't want him to come in as big as he was because it probably didn't help his movement and stuff. And they're probably going to really push the, really push the try-to-outbox Golovkin agenda. So it doesn't surprise me that he's, looking a lot leaner, but, I don't know, I think Golovkin's going to come out more aggressive, and he's probably going to mix in more body work this fight, just because I don't think he went to the body enough against Golovkin. If he would have went to the, or against Canelo, if he would have went to the body more, mm-hmm. he probably would have stopped him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, it's I, I, a lot of it, I think, too, you know, Golovkin did did show the respect to, to Canelo in what he is capable of doing. But I think now oh, yeah, that he have had their respect first light, I think he knows that he, he doesn't have to take that approach this time. And I think that's, I think that's dangerous for Canelo, but I think it, it might be the one thing that could help Canelo with his, you know, with his defense and counter punching. But I think it definitely benefits Glovkin more than it helps Canelo. And and that's what I'm hoping
2: for. I'm, I'm yeah. all in for Glovkin to get this W. Well, one thing, too, you know, Canelo was huge for that fight against Golovkin, and obviously, you know, they were going in with the mindset that they're going to have to try and, like, you know, punch harder than Golovkin, and Mm -hmm. I don't think Canelo's probably not going to have the power against Golovkin that he did in the first fight because he slimmed down so much, so... He's really going to have to try and outbox Golovkin and keep Golovkin off of him. You know, he's he's not probably going to, he's probably not going to, you know, his punching power is going to be probably a little down from this fight or not. He's not going to have all that extra weight. So, sorry, I'm rambling.
1: No, no, you're good, man. No, it's, because it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's always a good discussion. I mean, it's always a talking piece. And until this happens, I mean, I mean, we're, what, seven weeks away from it, I think? Six, seven weeks? Yeah. God, I, I'm going to Vegas in six, seven weeks, and Chicago two weeks before that. Oh, I'm going to be, so, be so drained. So when I, the week I go to Chicago, the week before that, I'm going to work six straight days. And then I'm going to work f- uh, continuously until the Thursday when we leave for Chicago. When I come mm. back, we'll have the new house paid or bought. So I'm going to leave from one house and come back to the new house. Um, I get back that Sunday, and then Monday on Labor Day, I work open to close because we'll be super busy, and I'm going to work Monday through Saturday, six days, and then the following week, I'm going to work Sunday through Thursday, so I'll work 11 straight days. When I leave work Thursday, I leave and go straight to the airport, get on a plane, fly to Vegas, come back at 5 a.m. Tuesday morning the following week, and then I'm going to work Tuesday through Saturday, and then Sunday through Thursday again the following week, so another 10 straight days, and then I may be going on a uh, on a vacation with Jen. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to be dead. I, and I still got to figure out how to get radio in it all these days, too.
2: <laughs> Good luck.
1: <laughs> Calling all co-hosts worldwide. <laughs> I might need to get some interim hosts. Um, before we wrap up here I you know I've been hyping these up with you too the uh, the brackets have been released on July 20th in Moscow uh every all 16 fighters in the world boxing super series were there they did the seeding the 1 and 2 seeds got to pick their opponents and then obviously the 3 fought the 6s and the 4s fought the 5s okay do you want to go bantamweight or super lightweight first do you want to go 118 or 140
2: uh, we can do whatever you'd like. So,
1: um, in the in the let's let's go one eighteen. So Ryan Burnett gets the number one seed, and he chose to fight Nonito Donaire.
2: Smart decision.
1: Uh, the number two seed went to Naoya Inoue, and he chose to fight Juan Carlos Payano. Um, then we we got one of the other champions, three seed Emmanuel Rodriguez taking on Jason Maloney, and then the four seed, uh, the other champion in this list, Zolani Tite taking on Mikhail Aloyan. What do you what do you think about this? Is is this? Are we going to see a Burnett anyway finals, or can can Tite or Rodriguez do some upsets, or can anyone else make any kind of upsets, or how do you how do you see this going?
2: Man, honestly, I don't really know much outside of Inouye and Donaire and a little bit about Burnett. So, I'm just going to say that Inouye is going to run through the tournament and he's probably going to end up beating Burnett in the in the ter- in the final. And Burnett is super smart for picking Donair cuz Donaire is done
1: yeah i think I think that's a nice a nice way to uh get a good tune up get started on this too um the seatings don't look right on this to me but i'm i'm gonna look one other thing but i mean i guess we'll I'll just go with it. By the way, we'll see what was. By the way, it looks like it's going to be O'Sullivan and David Lemieux, and then Mungaya on a separate fight on that undercard. I'm being told. So I apologize for my misinformed guess, and I've been informed by correct people that uh, it sounds like O'Sullivan Lemieux and Mungaya versus the dreaded to be announced.
2: Man, that that'll be uh, O'Sullivan Lemieux will be an interesting fight.
1: And then again, a Chocolatito. Damn, that undercard is going to be nice, man. Let's go. Um, so the quarterfinals of the one hundred and forty division, we got Terry Flanagan against Regis Prograce, Uh Cairo Relic against Edward Troyanowski, Josh Taylor against Ryan Martin, and Anthony or Ivan Branchuk against Anthony Yigit. That's going to
2: be that's going to be a. That's gonna be a... That's gonna be a, I think that'll be a better tournament. But I think Pro Graze has to be the overwhelming favorite. And I think it's gonna be relic a relic Prograze final.
1: Now, um I did read these straight through. That's actually
2: a semi final. Oh, they would be fighting in the semifinal?
1: Yeah.
2: Well then I guess I'm gonna to have to say Prograze and Baranchuk.
1: I, I, think, I think I'm with you. I, I think there's a chance Josh Taylor could come out, but I think I, I'm in agreement. Ivan Branchuk I think, is going to come through the from Belarus. But, yeah, I, I could we see it all? I, I think there's a chance we could see an all Belarus, I believe is where they're from, final. I think we could see Branchuk and Kiro Relic, too. I think that yeah. dude totally... Those two fights we saw on ESPN Have raised his stock like crazy But this is This is What I'm hoping You know, this is This is a good test for Graze. And I think as long as Prograze Beats Terry Flanagan I think this is a This is a win-win for him Because even if he loses to a guy like Hero Relic um, I don't think anyone's gonna I don't think anyone's gonna have anything bad to say about it yeah. So he's in I think he's in a good spot.
2: Man, Pro is just man, he is so good. His he, he like just shows something new each fight. His last fight, he pretty much decimated the guy just by body punching.
1: Yeah, he uh Progress was able to pick either Terry Flanagan or uh Ryan Martin and went uh went to Joseph Flanagan after the decision loss to Hooker. Oh, okay, so that's why he uh, he went that route, and then uh, Josh Taylor, thirteen and zero with eleven knockouts, uh, chose to fight Ryan Martin, and a lot of people are thinking that that might have been a might be a tough fight. I mean, Ryan Martin's twenty five; he's twenty two and zero, um, and and you know he beat uh, Josh Taylor too coming in here the two seat after his. Um, decision victory over Victor Postal. but a lot of people think this Ryan Martin kid might actually put up more of a fight than Postal might, or postal did, and could be uh, could be trouble.
2: Yeah, I think postal is kind of finished, man. As mm. like a as like a guy who's like looked upon as a top guy or a dangerous fighter. So you could be right.
1: Hero <laughs> K- uh, relic. Uh it says he gets a relatively easy quarterfinals fight against former IBF champion Troyanovsky. Uh Rancus Barthelemy uh it was the guy he beat in the rematch. The, yeah, he is Belarus, okay.
2: Oh he's branch spanked, of he spanked he spanked Bartholomew. It was it was it was a that was a sad fight. That was total like just domination.
1: A lot of people are talking. Uh, Branchuk Yigit could be the fight of the first round. Branchuk should win with his punching power, but Yigit is, has excellent skills and could be a good skill fighter for the for the tournament. There's, wow! It sounds like a lot of people think that Josh Taylor. I got to watch more. I don't. I think the Postal fight was the only. Excuse me. The only thing I saw is a lot of people think you know grace is his only real competition, but that he has the tools to
2: win this tournament. I'm in, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll check true. out more Josh Taylor.
1: And it's crazy to think of some of the other names that aren't in this this tournament. You know, when you when you look at one forty like that, which uh, which definitely blows me away. Yeah. Just thinking about, I mean, obviously, I I don't think Hooker was going to be in this, and who knows what's going to happen to him after he got in trouble, with so the law. So got in happen- trouble with the law. Most of got in trouble with the law. Yeah, didn't he get like a DUI and like crash his car and all sorts of stuff like that?
2: I, I didn't hear about that. Maybe. Uh, let me use it to Google. <laughs> the Google. Jose Ramirez gobble. is
1: another guy that I thought could have been could have been cool to put in this thing. Maurice Hooker. Let's see. Um, maybe he didn't. I don't. Know. For some reason, I thought he got in trouble. Like I thought he did something. Something happened, but maybe not. Uh, Maurice Hooker arrested, allegedly driving while intoxicated, July 11th. Yeah, New oh, Crown man. champion. Two days after that uh, happened, expected to join Matchroom Boxing under a co-promotion deal. Now that might be off the table. <laughs>
2: Jeez. man,
1: back to back to back to Maurice Hooker when when he completely didn't uh, didn't show up when I was at uh, Kovalev War. That was one of the that fight sucked.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: even I remember who he fight.
2: Yeah, he fought bad. some guy that shouldn't have. Some guy that shouldn't have been in the ring with him. And, and was the was, guy,
1: was Hooker like the favorite
2: too, or was he not the favorite? Oh, he was a big favorite, I believe. This was supposed to be his like coming out fight, I think, or that one was, where like they're supposed to be like, okay, now this, Maurice Hooker is oh, a yeah, hot prop. He,
1: yeah. It was he got that draw against it was like Darley's Perez or something. Yeah. It was it was like a ten round draw, that's right. That dude has three draws already. Man. Maurice. <laughs> uh I mean so some interesting fights, some interesting stuff. Um I'm intrigued though. I think they'll be fun and I, I love the fact of some of the uh you know, some, some bringing in the one eighteen guys because those are going to be seven bang around fights.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. I I hope they, these. I hope these fights are televised somewhere where we can watch them. Especially, I want to see more of Inuyu.
1: Elijah, I'm gonna buy you a Fire Stick,
2: and then you just got to get up in the middle of the night for those European fights. Man. I, fire sticks are illegal in my house.
1: Illegal in your house?
2: Yeah, Alicia thinks. Alicia's like, that's like stealing. I'm like, no, not technically, because it's not. We're not. I'm not downloading. It's streaming. She's like, no.
1: I don't want to get in trouble. It's just an app. You're literally downloading an app called Cody that shows everything.
2: I know. That's I tried not, to explain this to her. Is that
1: illegal. Alright, I'll tell you what, you can put the fire stick on your laptop. What about that? Yeah. Think that you, yeah. think you can pull that one
2: off? I can try.
1: I will give you uh links you can watch it on your cell phone. Type. <laughs> Otherwise just go on daily motion, usually the day after and they'll be up there for like
2: two, three days before they get pulled. I got Cody on my Xbox so I can't it. figure out how to get to work. Yeah, I need to be bolder, but I, I I have Cody I have Cody on my Xbox. I have, can't figure out how to get it to work.
1: Use that YouTube.
2: I tried using YouTube, but just for some reason, doesn't work for me. Stupid
1: YouTube. I'm like, hey, what's
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we. are like he's going. Whoa.
1: I know. I need to get a better hello from him. <laughs> Fun, fun show. Glad we get back to you. Uh, As we said before, changes are coming. Changes are coming. We just need to figure out how they're coming. Uh, Tomorrow, I believe, 10 p.m., we'll be on Late Night Wrestlecast Radio. We got four nights of the G1 to cover. We got a Raw and a Smackdown. Also, I'm trying to watch the Dragon Gate show from Kobe World Hall that took place on Saturday. Uh, A bunch of news and rumors. <laughs> Main event was Masato, Masato Yoshino defending the, open the Dream Gate title against Shingo Takagi, which I, I was Shingo. like, yep. "Shingo, awesome!" And then there was another dope. Uh, oh, it was a dope tag title match. It was it was Big Ben, uh, Ben K and Big RVD defending again.
3: What's that?
0: That
1: guy that guy's trash. Trash. <laughs> Uh, so, we got a bunch of that stuff coming up Tuesday. Uh, we're finally getting that Tennessee Titans preview for Jordan knocked out. Get that all figured out. For everybody that's in and you're listening, you got two weeks to get your keepers in. So, everybody listening that does fantasy, you got two weeks.
4: We'll I'll catch you all next
1: week. Bruce. They we out.